It's Lily. And this is Rebecca, and you're listening to Just Ghouly Things. Things. Woo! <laughs> gets me every time. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Just Ghouly Things. We're your hosts, Rebecca and Lily. Hey. And, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So this week, we decided to do a third Encounters episode. I feel like that one's pretty popular. Yeah. So I a like lot it. of you guys are sending us your vi- uh, your videos, your <laughs> stories. So thank you guys so, so much for that. We love reading through all of them. They're pretty great. They really are. I mean, they're pretty well written. And yeah. the stories, like m- pretty much all the stories that we read, every time we reread them, it gives me chills. Yeah. So pretty much. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoy these stories as much as we do. So um, also wait until the end of this episode because (laughs) (laughs) if you guys couldn't hear, that was my dog, Loki, complaining about something because he's not getting attention right now. (laughs) Um, But at the end of this episode, we are going to be talking about a giveaway that we are um, collaborating with with one of our listeners, James Allen Ross. Hi, James. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, he's an awesome horror story author. So we'll get into that a little later. But um, I'm going to stay tuned. Stay tuned for more. I've never had an opportunity to say that before, and now I feel like like I'm an official podcaster. You can check that off the podcast uh, bucket, bucket list. list. Yes. <laughs> So, also, I have a personal story that I want to talk to our listeners about mm-hmm. that I had this week. I know I told you a little bit about it earlier. Yeah, I heard so. It, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just thought it'd be cool to add this to our Encounters episode. So, the first email we got was, hello, my name is Diane. Hey, Diane. Hey, hey. Um, I wanted to share a few things that have been going on, and some are my stories, but most of them are my husband's, and they make me terrified. I do have more stories, but I can send them at a later time since I felt like I just wrote a novel. Mm. Send them our way, Diane. We love Encounters to- four officially in the works. Just you know what? Just Diane's episode. We'll call yes. it Diane's episode. Just all of her, all of her paranormal uh, encounters. So this first story just happened May fourth of this year. Mm-hmm. So super recent, and it has been the most frightful of them all. My husband and I were asleep, and since a lot of things have been going on, we are no longer heavy sleepers like we used to be, and all of a sudden, my husband and I start shaking like if we were terrified while asleep, and my husband told me, don't open your eyes. (gasps) Me being terrified and shaking, I asked, what's going on? And he said, don't open your eyes, but there is a dark figure next to me. I didn't open my eyes because I knew I was going to (laughs) freak the fuck out. (laughs) I don't blame you, sis. When this happened... (laughs) When this happened, I felt my shoulder cold and tried covering it up, and I already was, but my shoulder was just super cold. I had no idea what was happening until the next morning when I woke up. I asked my husband what happened last night and if everything was okay. He looked at me with a serious face and said the Grim Reaper visited him last night. He just stood next to him by the bed and looked at him without saying a word. The figure was standing almost eight to nine feet tall with black smoke coming out of his face. Holy shit. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, well, yeah, that's one of the things. Like, Ugh. What could possibly, possibly go wrong when you see that guy? After he saw the figure, we both tried to fall back asleep and it took a while and this whole time I never opened my eyes. My husband had a dream after falling asleep and in his dream he was in a gray room and it was only him and the Grim Reaper and all he heard was, it's your time in Spanish. 
the Grim Reaper basically told him that he was going to die. I have attached the photo of what my husband saw. My husband also told me that he had seen him before and the last time he saw him was a few days before, a week before his uncle passed away and the Grim Reaper showed up and told him that was going to happen with his uncle. Holy shit. <laughs> Chills. <laughs> it's been three days now and nothing has happened, thank God, but I had a dream last night and I saw the Grim Reaper and he told me that it was meant for my dad and he gave me a date of 1026 but without <gasps> a year and I'm not sure what it means. I've been so uneasy and worried and not sure what to do. What do you think about this? It's terrifying. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking terrifying. I think it's terrifying. Like, now, every time October 26 happens, you're just going to be on high alert. Absolutely. That's that's so eerie. And yeah, you, no, I'm with you on that one, Diane. <laughs> I think I talked about this last episode about my mom and the numbers 912 yeah, and every yeah, time yeah, she yeah. looks at the clock 912 so honestly every september 12th she gets super paranoid yeah, because yeah. she thinks that's like her death day or someone close to her death yeah. day because she sees it way too often uh, like it's not normal um but this yeah the fact that in your dream the grim reaper showed up and told you 1026 and without a year I, this kind of brings up a good question mm-hmm. would you want to know when you're supposed to die well, that's crazy because we were talking earlier about how you never know. Yeah, you never uh, yeah, know. We were talking, Tomorrow's never guaranteed. Yeah. It's like um, on 30 Rock when uh, Tracy Morgan's character goes, dress every day like you're going to die in those clothes. That's so, wow. That's wow. a mood. That is a that's mood. That's a mood. I don't know. But you know what? If I want to die comfortable, I'm happy in this. You, But you look good in that. I look homeless. <laughs> You know, you're wearing your work clothes, Lily, true. right now. True, that is, that is true. I don't think you want to die in Well, this. I remember saying if I was going to die young, it would definitely be at work. That's so sad. Heart attack. Well, do you enjoy Fall down the your stairs. work there? I do, I do. Okay, I, so I have then, to say, that's fine. I do, I do love my job. Every now and then, I'm like, like last night was like really that. hectic, and I was like, what's everyone doing? Get with it. But then like... You know, like a cute kid comes in or something, and I'm like, and they're like, it's my birthday. And I like give them a high five, and they're so happy. And I'm like, nope, I like this job. job I, yeah. I, I'm cool with this. It's crazy how the little things can mean so much to somebody. It can totally save a night. So this is her second story. This is Diane's second story that she sent me. And this happened in the year 2018. She, re- she writes, my husband and I stay in my parents' basement. And it could be creepy sometimes, even though the house was built new, and they moved in. And before that, it was just land. We were watching TV and we were dozing off, falling asleep. And I was trying to get comfortable when all of a sudden I saw a tall black figure in the wall as if someone was walking past and their shadow reflected on the wall. My husband and I were both laying down and we shot up and looked at each other and Mm. said, you saw that, right? And we both said yes. In order for there to be a shadow, someone had to walk by the TV and there was no one, but there is there was no one, but is two. Keep in mind, both windows were shut, and it was completely dark except for the TV being on. I still don't know what to say it, to this day what it was. I just wish things would stop happening. Ooh, I don't oh, bl- and she, oh, wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. I appreciate the time you've taken to read this, if you get to this. Like I mentioned before, I have more stories, and it includes black magic, ooh, and also a witch and more dark figures. Please let me know if you want to hear them. Uh, yes. <laughs> Keep up the great work with the podcast. You are doing amazing. Oh, thank you. 
Diane, I hope that everything works out for you. Maybe you need to sage your house or mm -hmm. do some sort of prayer or <laughs> ritual or do some research because maybe on on your um on your parents' property something they could have been in Native American ground that they built on Shit or goes down on those. some maybe someone was killed on that property. So even though no nothing happened in the house, maybe there's something to do with the land and you have to do your research and see if there's something that you can do to put whatever is disrupting you to rest. Yeah. That's my I advice. I agree. Just at literally anything but a Ouija board. Yes. No <laughs> Ouija board. No. No Ouija, Ouija Bad board. Bad Diane. Bad Diane. What did yeah, I like tell a you? a newspaper rolled up. No. No, no Ouija no. board. No. <laughs> All right. So, Lil, you take it away with the next story. So this one says, hey, ghoulies, it's Katie. Hope you're having a good day, afternoon, or night. We're having an, a lovely afternoon. We hope it's you are, too. It's very swell. It's going swell. Even though it's raining all week in New Jersey. One night, maybe a year ago, I woke up in the middle of the night. I don't know what time it was, but I looked out my doorway, and I could see a dark figure reach out and open my door, and there's a creak. <laughs> and this, this is actually written really fun. Um, thank you, Katie. She she did like some bold. Uh, I know. I love yeah. Some she has some good onomatopoeia going. Um, and so and there's a creak, and this figure walks slowly closer and closer and closer until it's leaning over me, Ooh. just staring at me for what feels like hours, and it's making this noise that I just can't explain. Eventually, it starts backing up, still staring at me, and closes the door with another creak. You love saying creak, don't it's you? It's really fun. <laughs> I hear the thump, thump, thump all the way to the living room, and I dive under my covers to hear the couch in the living room squeak as if the springs are being squished down. Ooh. Maybe an hour later, I wake up and go to the living room. What I saw on the couch was a fresh seat print as if someone was sitting there until maybe 30 seconds ago. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's insane. You see that on Ghost Hunters, too. Yeah, um, or like when they have... On what the comforters the... of beds or whatever. Yeah, or even... Um, I know a couple times in Ghost Hunters, they'll put that thermal imaging camera over it, and you'll see there's like a heat pattern uh -huh. of... It looks like someone was just sitting there, but no one was in that room. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's, I mean, at least they're chilling. Yeah. You know, maybe they're taking a break from sp spooking. He's like, all right, well, I opened the door. That was a lot of energy, so I'm going to go take five. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't, yeah. Well, he, I mean, he was, it was leaning over her. So I guess then he was like, oh, I'm freaking her out too much. I'll just yeah. go and talk. Well, let's go easy on this one. All right. Um, so number two says this one is shorter i promise and we do not mind you guys when you know how long your story is seriously we love just hearing from you guys mm -hmm. and at least you guys talk to us <laughs> yeah right everyone else is like i don't know i don't know where i was going with that okay <laughs> so <laughs> one day I was home alone and I hear a scream coming from the back of the house. So like the idiot I am, I go <laughs> check it out and I see a little blonde girl in a long frilly white dress. <laughs> I love it. We had to make that point. <laughs> With blood coming out of her stomach. Ugh. Mouthing, please help me over and <gasps> over again. 
She started to get up and walk to me, so I knelt down so I could be eye to eye with her, and then she disappeared, never to be seen again. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, I, wow. Holy shit, that's, and it's like, didn't we have um, a couple weeks ago where there was the girl who she would see, I think, in her dreams, who was sick mm-hmm. and then sicker, sicker, sicker. Oh, where like she passed the, away, dying in their arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This kind of reminds me of that, of the just like really sick person. And then she only had this once. experience once, and then never to be seen again. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder what was going on. Who that kid was? Maybe what died on the property. Blood coming out of her stomach. So maybe stabbed there stabbed. or shot. Could have been, been died during birth. Ooh, that's deep. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she had appendicitis. Appendicitis. Internal bleeding. Yeah, that's C-section crazy. gone wrong. That's weird. That's an F section. Fail. Like a blonde girl in a long, frilly white dress. Of course it has to be in a white dress. Yeah. Why would it be any other color? Of course. All right, so my next story. Hello, Rebecca and Lily. My name is Verona, and I'm coming to you from the beautiful island of Bermuda. Hey! I, that's so cool that we have a listener from Bermuda. Ooh, yes! That's pretty cool. We should do a Bermuda Triangle episode. That is, yeah, we definitely should. Mm-hmm. So, Verona, if you have any Bermuda Triangle stories, email us. Well, let's do it. Um, I love Bermuda. That's my favorite vacation spot ever. I have never been there. That's where my parents met. They met on a cruise going to Bermuda. Oh. Yeah, pretty cute. And uh, yeah, when I went, pink sand, turquoise blue. Oh, I haven't been there since I was like twelve, but I still distinctly remember every part of that trip. And it was amazing. I want to go back. My dad and his um, step, all his step siblings and everything, used to go on cruises, and Mm -hmm. it was fucking insane. Like they like lost one of my stepsisters at one point, or one of his stepsisters at one point, and she was like. I don't remember where it was, but she was like, no, I was having a great time. And like, even when they would go on their camping trips during the Bigfoot scare, Mm -hmm. like they were eating in like this crappy like diner or something. And my grandma goes, is this a place with the chicken special? And my my dad and his brother are like trying to pick girls up and everything. Oh, God. And then my aunt Susan. Amy, close your ears. My aunt runs over and she goes, guys, they have jello squares. And I'm like. (laughs) We, I'm like, she's so happy all the time. Like, how does she do it? But yeah, I have some wild cruise stories. Uh, you know what? I like cruises, but I think that next time I go on a cruise, I would want to take it from Miami or something where it's not as long on the water. Because mm-hmm. every time I've taken a cruise, it's been I've gotten caught in the middle of a nor'eastern. Oh, yeah. And the boat rocks and I get like seasick from that. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, focusing back on the story because we're just going to keep yeah. We are just a mess of tangents. Yes. So she continues to write, I am just in love with your podcast, Aww. and I am so thankful that I can add you to my list of paranormal podcasts. <gasps> Thanks. Thank you. So I have two paranormal stories that happened to me. The first was when I was about 11 or 12, when I was still an only child. My mom and stepdad just bought a new house with a big, uh, with a big three-bed, two-bath. So how my room was set up. My bed was up against the wall with my foot of the bed um, at the door, so I saw into the hallway. I always slept with a nightlight on with my door open because I hate the dark. So one night I was in bed reading one of those chicken soup for the soul books. Nice. From the corner of my eye, I saw a tall man in my doorway watching me. That's not nice. He was all black with a long coat and a hat. (gasps) It's like me. Yes. It was like my experience. Okay. I didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. We just stared at each other. Um, 
And to the right of me, I saw a movement. So I looked and I shit you not, there was three little red devils with horns and all. <gasps> that scared me. Then I heard the sound to my left. So I look at the tall one. Then to my right, the three devils came closer. Soon it felt like something was putting me to sleep. And I was so scared and I tried fighting it back. But the next thing I know, it was morning. I don't know what happened. It's still a mystery. Yeah. That sounds... It's a no for me. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Okay. So then her second story goes, my second story happened years later in my mid-20s and I just got married. So at the time I wasn't working and my mother-in-law asked if I want to visit her in New Jersey. Hey. hey. For a week or two. She said she'd pay for my ticket. Who would say no to that? So I went... And had a great time, just as two girls. We did stuff in the evening when she got home from work during the day. So I was in the house alone, which was fine with me. Free Wi-Fi, food, cable, the life. <laughs> so on this day, my um, so on this day, my mother-in-law left for work around 5:45 a.m. and I was home alone. She's not married, no pets, nothing. I don't go out. I just always stayed inside, or I'd go on her porch and sit, read, mm-hmm. or eat, or do both. The room I was staying in was at the end of the hallway and the upstairs was was all wooden floors. So in the entrance into my room, there was one floorboard that made so much noise, I always jumped over it. Remember that part. So one day, it's um, the afternoon and I'm laying in bed playing a game on my phone all bored and all of a sudden, I can't move or speak. I was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) Then I hear footsteps coming down the hallway and wait, that's not even the scary part. It was fucking whistling. I oh. believe it was male. So I'm thinking, what the hell is going to happen to me? Well, I listen to it walk closer. All of a sudden, I hear that specific creaky floorboard that's in front of the door creak. So I'm thinking, that's it. I'm going to die. That's it. <laughs> and it keeps walking and then stops at the bed. I feel the bed move. I can't see it because my back's to the door, thank God. So I'm laying there, and it stops whistling. Then, in my ear, I fucking kid you not, it whistled loud. Ah! I jumped up so fast and looked, and nothing was there at all. Just say, I didn't go to sleep for a while, and to this day, whistling still freaks me out. So, sorry that they are long, but thanks for listening. Wow. Verona, those are some awesome, awesome stories. I'd love to know what the whistling kind of sound. You know that uh, one whistle from the movie about the serial killer? That's like... Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Imagine if it was like that. You're still going, huh? <laughs> there, I'm pretty impressed because yeah. I can't whistle. There, there's, uh, there's another creepy one that my dad played for me. That's we'll, do, oh. we'll do just like videos of us like <laughs> dancing to serial killer whistles. Bust the fuck down. We'll, we'll dab on him. Dab on him. <laughs> God. What are we going to do, Rebecca? We got to dab on those ghosts. Help me. <laughs> All right, Lil, what's your next story? All right, let's do this. This one says, greetings. I'm Anthony. I'm 28 and was born and raised in Indiana. I saw you post on Instagram about if anyone has had scary dreams or nightmares. I can honestly say I've had my fair share with the paranormal in all my life. Instead of my nightmares, I'd like to share with you one of my encounters. It's summer of 1997. My brother, Aaron, who was eight, and I, I was seven, were having an enjoyable slumber party over at my cousin's house, Patrick, who was eight. 
That evening, after playing hours on our Game Boys, we three decided to play hide and seek. Of course, we played fair and used the traditional way to see who seeks and who hides. I lost and started to count one, two, three, four. All of a sudden, the lights shut off. I call out to my brother and cousin, that's cheating, but continued to count under the dim spotlight in the dark hallway. Five, six, seven. I start to feel as if a hundred people are staring at me. My heart felt heavy, but continued. Eight, nine, ten. And I said those words, ready or not, here I come. I look around the room, nothing but silence in the old house. Every step I took created, every step I took creaked and made the room echo. I was scared and overcome with fear, but determined to find them for I'd be a chicken that was still afraid of the dark. I slowly checked the living room with nothing to be found. Then I heard it. Thud. I dashed to the stairs and look up the dark staircase as I stood. Staircase. Staircase. Staircase as I stood under the dim spotlight in the hallway. I saw it. A dark figure crouched almost childlike at the top peeking from the side with glowing cat eyes. I yell, ha, I found you. I run with all my might to the top of the stairs and look around the corner and see nothing but pitch darkness and silence. I look back down the staircase and see the dim spotlight hallway barely lit up. Then I look back into the darkness and say, it's not, that's not fair, guys. Then I hear something back down the stairs before I could check. I knock. I knock to the floor and cold hands are around my ankles, pulling me down the dark hallway. (gasps) Scream. I scream and yell, let me go. At the end of the dark hall, I feel the cold hands let go. I scramble down the hall to the stairs as I hear giggles and snickering from behind me. I had nothing in my head but to get the hell out of there. I run around the corner and tumble down the stairs. I lay on the bottom of the staircase, moaning in pain under the dim spotlight as my aunt and uncle come running in, asking, what's going on? I tell them everything. And I tell them everything that happened to me and how my brother and cousin were pulling a nasty prank on me. Then I'm paralyzed with fear. I see my brother and cousin in the other living room where my aunt and uncle were just in. Then I look to my aunt. She tells me something that runs chills down my spine. Aaron and Patrick have been with us the whole time, watching TV. After that, my uncle checked the entire second floor, every room, every closet, even the attic, and nothing. I was terrified and swore to God that what I saw was real. Of course, my brother and cousin begged to differ. That night, my mom had to pick me up. I couldn't sleep in that house knowing that thing could be watching me while I sleep. Yeah, that's insane. I've been there. You know, not in the exact, but when you're like, uh, I, you know, when you feel something watching you and you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got to go. I can't even, I can't even imagine that feeling though. Cause he was literally dragged. Yeah. He felt that it was his brother and his cousin. So what was that? I wouldn't even be scared. I'd be pissed. Like, what? why would you be pissed? So I'd be like, dude, what the hell? I mean, I know that he was like, guys, stop. Yeah. They're playing a prank on me. But I would still, you know, I'd be frustrated forever, right? Because And then they don't believe you. Yeah, that's the most frustrating part because 
it happens to you and no one saw that happen. Yeah. And you're young, so they're automatically going to assume you're just making it up yeah. or you're just I, being a poor sport. Yeah, I honestly don't know what I would do. What would you do? Because I have no idea what I'd do. I would be traumatized for that, <laughs> honestly. I don't even... I don't even know how to even... Because now he, he said he's 28 years old and he remembers that clearly, you know. Clearly that shit went down, yeah. Because he, he's recounting every single detail of trying to look for him, what he saw. Yeah. He still remembers it like it was yesterday. That was 20 years ago. So. Yeah, so, you know. So this is your last encounter story? Yes. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, it says... Hello there, my name is McKenna and I found your podcast because you ghouls followed me on Instagram. You seem really cool. Thanks. Thank you, McKenna. Okay, so anyway, into the story. I lived in a house from age zero to nine that was really old. It was built in 1910 and is still standing today. I have always been creeped out in that house from a few different encounters, which I will save for another day. But my family eventually moved out of that house. So years go by and I slowly realize that I've been having nightmares about this house for a long time. In my mind, the upstairs bathroom always has something dark and twisted in it. Let me explain the layout so you can understand better. When you go up the stairs, you are facing my mother's room. Then if you make a left, there is a long and narrow hallway leading to the upstairs bathroom. On your left is my room and on your right is my brother's. Now the doors... No other doors down the hall. So it's like a creepy horror film shot of that ominous door. <laughs> Anywho, one of my dreams was that I was in my room and I walk out to use the bathroom. I turn down the hall and it's strangely long. Too long. Huh. I get to the door and push it open. When I, clo- when I close the door and lock it, there is scratching on the door. Then pounding and jiggling the door handle. Needless mm. to say, I was terrified. The thing on the other side then paused and in a distorted voice said, let me in. It's your mother. <laughs> Bullcrap. <laughs> I step back and just as the door busts open, I wake up. I have a lot of other nightmares and dreams, but I don't remember them as much as that one. Thanks for taking the time to read my email. I hope you lovely ladies have a great day, and I can't wait for the next episode. Oh, that is so eerie. Yeah. Do you ever, I mean, I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if this is also the real layout of her house, and then also in the dream. Yeah. Well, I think it is, but it's just in the dream, the hallway was a lot Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, I know sometimes, do you ever have those dreams where, let's say, you're at home or you're in your, like, let's say you're in your high school, but it looks totally different. Mm-hmm. But in the dream, that's how it looks. Yeah. So it doesn't really occur to you, like, this isn't my high school. Yeah. Right? Like, the layout is different. The colors are different. Or, like, you have friends in the dream. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, your best friend. But, and you know them in the dream. And then you wake up and you're like, I have no idea who that person is. It makes right? you think. Is that maybe something that's going on in a parallel, parallel universe? universe? Precisely. That's, and that, that also brings into the question like deja vu. Yes. And dude, that blows my mind. That stuff intrigues me because especially there's I, – it's, it's so annoying because when I have deja vus, I know that I've had that deja vu several times. But now that we're recording this, I don't remember what the specific situation mm-hmm. is. 
but I've had them a lot more recently. It's weird. It's like why – there's are there reasons why you have them more during certain yeah. times than others? It's weird. I feel like I'm more stressed lately, but I don't know if that's related. Yeah. I don't know, but that's so creepy. Yeah. So I wanted to end my uh, – the, the encounter stories with my personal story that actually happened sometime this week. Um, Let me hear it. Okay. Even though I already yeah. know, but – Act surprised. Um, so – Pretty much um, where I live, I live in a sort of mountainous area. And to get to my house, you have to go. One of the ways to get to my house is on this windy road through this mountain. Still don't understand why they just didn't make it like a straight road and just cut through the mountain. But that's beside the point. (laughs) When you're on this windy road, especially for people that have never been on it, it's really scary, especially at night because they don't have a lot of street lights and there's a lot of blind spots when you make that curve. I remember my first time on that road mm-hmm. and my GPS was off. Mm. I was screaming in the car. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I tried, wait, yeah. that It's that, a start to every horror yeah, movie. Yeah, that, that road is a nightmare. Continue. Literally. So, um, and one of the issues too is you can be driving fine, but if someone goes over the line even a little bit, you can get your car clipped just because it's such a small yeah. road. Yeah. So, at this point, I've been here for almost two years, so I know that road like the back of my hand. It doesn't yeah. concern me. The only time it really concerns me is when it's raining, and okay. that's just for other drivers. But now that it's summer, there's a lot more animals out. Um, it's very it's populated with deer, so there mm-hmm. are deer signs just saying, look for deers, be more conscious. So the other day I was driving, and I kind of have an idea of where deers usually are yeah. on that part of the road. But I really wasn't thinking much of it. I was just driving, listening to my music. I was kind of tuning everything out. Yeah. And in my head, I don't know if it was the voice in my head or a certain voice of maybe my spirit guide or something, but something was just saying, watch for the deer, watch for the deer. And I always listen to my gut. I've learned many times (laughs) that I should listen to my instincts. Yeah. So I took this time and I was like, all right. I was just making this curve that has a very prominent blind spot and I slow down and as soon as I slow down, I look to my right and there's a deer on the side of the road that's getting ready to jump out in front of, in front mm-hmm. of me. Yeah. So I stopped my car and it happened so fast that a huge red truck that was right behind me like swerved out of my way just because he was on my ass as it was and like yeah. he didn't expect me to stop so suddenly. And then I look and the deer just stares at me looks at the road, stares at me again for like a solid three seconds and then goes back in where he came from. Mm -hmm. But it was just such, I got the weirdest feeling because how was it that just as I was about to make that turn, I heard in my head, watch for the the deer, watch for the deer. And I'm usually conscious, but that day I just kind of zoned out. Yeah, I just, I think I'd just been stressed and I wasn't really thinking and all of a sudden, I just watch for the deer. And I just was like, okay. And I slowed down at that corner, slower than I usually am. And it was a good thing I had because he was getting ready to jump. But because I stopped in my brakes, the deer just looked at me like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then the driver behind me was like, oh, shit. So it just makes you think, like, there has to be something out there watching There's over you in a way. Yeah. yeah. I remember um, in the fall when I had just started uh, – driving to work it was the street lights in the neighborhood where I work are just they're shit Mm -hmm. um and I was coming up to something that I always thought should be a four-way stop 
mm-hmm. but it's not. And I was driving, it was a 25, but I think I was going like 30 because mm-hmm. it's New Jersey. Yep. And I go to make the left and I was like, they should really have a, and I was thinking like, they should have a stop sign here. And it was pitch black. Um, or it wasn't pitch black, but it was like dusk. Yeah. And I had the same kind of thing that was like, it's thinking not a four way stop, not a four way stop, not a four way stop. And then, so, so I stop, I slow down and a car zooms past me to the point where if I had gone, even if I was going like 20 or 25, like my car would have gotten like hardcore hit. Really? And then there was a pedestrian on the other side who I almost, she was in all black. So I zoom one, you know, it was just, it was insane. Oh my God. And you know. That's just when you know there's something you, yeah, looking you out. you just get that little. I, I truly believe in following your gut. Yeah. Because it's, there's been times I have and I look back and I'm like, shit, I mm-hmm. should have. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to take anything from this episode, guys, it's follow your gut. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. So on that note, thank you guys for listening to our third encounters episode. We really appreciate all of the stories you send in. They're all amazing. And for those that we haven't read your email yet, we read all of your emails. Mm-hmm. We just may think that your your uh, story would be good for another episode. Yeah. So keep listening, okay? Because your story can possibly be played on yeah. a future episode. Yeah. It's not like we open them and we're like, oh, this one is like, trash. Like, let's really mess with this guy. And yeah. Honestly, we haven't gotten any bad stories. Like, we're all going to so. use them no. all. It's just when, yeah. you know? Um. So, yeah. With that being said, we have a lot to talk about now at the end. Mm-hmm. Like we said before, we do have a giveaway that... We're filming this on Friday. This comes out Sunday. But you'll see on our Instagram now that we've posted uh, a giveaway that we are doing with one of our listeners. Okay. Where is the where is the book? I wanted to read the thing. Oh, they're on the uh, island. City. All right. <laughs> what, what was that Because <laughs> My foot fell asleep. All right. So our listener, James Allen Ross, he is a horror writer does amazing work and he reached out to us wanting to collaborate with us and we had the idea of working with him in a form of a giveaway we want to give back to our amazing listeners especially now that we just cracked now 1100 within like a day it was crazy thank you everyone so we want to give back in our own way and so what we are doing is we're collaborating with james allen ross on the post that we have on our instagram all you have to do is like the post, follow Jess Gooley Things Podcast and James Allen Ross on Instagram. We will check. We will check. Don't play us. Yeah. All right. We know your games. Don't try to pull your shit. <laughs> and tag two of your friends. You can tag two friends, as many comments as you want on the post. That just makes you more likely to get picked. And um, there will also be a contest on his Facebook, same type of contest. You have to follow both of our Facebook pages, tag two friends. You can tag as many times as you want. The way that we're going to pick is through um, an online generator. So the more times that you tag two people, the most likely the that it, the generator is going to pick you. So um, what you will win, though, which is the most important thing, you will be winning a Just Ghoulie Things sticker a signed Just Ghoulie Things flyer signed by Lily and I. Hey. And you will also be getting 
one signed copy of The Haunting of Dylan Claypool, Whispers in Black Widow, which is a novel written by James Allen Ross. Okay? So I'm actually really excited to read this book. This is a legit book. Mm-hmm. Super cool. And I'm, I was just talking to Lily about this. I was saying, I'm so mad. One of my New Year's resolutions was to start reading more mm-hmm. in 2019. And you know what? It's halfway through the year. I'm just going to restart. This is yeah, going to be a totally. part of my new, my half year resolution Absolutely. to start reading more. Yeah. And he, this book also won the Royal Dragonfly Book Award. Woohoo! So congratulations, James. So again, go to our Instagram, Jess Gooley Things Podcast. You'll see, um, you'll see our post that talks about our giveaway. Mm-hmm. Tag two friends. Follow both of us on Instagram. And next Friday, which what's next Friday? That's the 28th. Um, we will be announcing the winner and we will ship everything to the address we're given. Yay! So that being said, all right, that's the giveaway part. I also just really quick want to uh, throw in the mm-hmm. little tagline on the back. All right, let's it, hear it. It says, to hear the truth, she must listen to the silence. That's deep as fuck. I fucking love that. That's so deep. I love that. I All right, so now I'm that. even more excited to read yeah. this. Oh, yeah. And then he also put in, in each book a little bookmark that has the haunting of Dylan Claypool. So super Cute. excited. Oh, and the oh, eyes, the eyes the back. on the back. Sick. Nice. Sick. It's like, you know when beauty gurus put their eyelashes on? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we should do that. We'll do Are a little boomerang of it. Cute. <laughs> Also, James, um, I see you have this girl on the cover of your book. I want to be the model for your next book. So yes. email you, us at justgoolythingspodcast at gmail.com. You use her. And then when you write just a book of awful puns and jokes, email me. Use both of our faces. Yeah. Well, so, mine is scarier. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, shut up. Everyone send cute comments to Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Lily is a child. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So anyway, all right, we got the giveaway done. Follow us on our Twitter, JGT Podcast. Mm-hmm. I've been trying our- to be better about that also because I've been kind of slacking. So damn it, Lily! I Everyone know. harass Lily at JGT Podcast because yep, I do don't it. use the Twitter. Yeah, the Twitter. The Twitter. Oh God, Lily does. Um, Instagram, Just Ghouly Things Podcast. If you have any paranormal activity stories that you'd like to share with us please email us at JessGoolyThingsPodcast at gmail.com. And also feel free to donate to our Patreon. We're starting to get more donations. So thank you so so much. And we're going to be sending out all of your stickers, your signed flyers, depending on what tier you're on, um, at uh, JessGoolyThingsPodcast on Patreon. You can link all the stuff. If you go to our Instagram, we have in our bio a Linktree link. Mm -hmm. You click on that and you can listen to us on Spotify, on Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You can donate to our Patreon on the Patreon link we have there. So pretty much all access through Instagram. That's like our main portal. And you can like us on Facebook at Just Ghoulie Things Podcast as well. Uh, Lily's in charge of the Facebook too. So she's going to be on there as well. Yeah. Also, we want to give a shout out to one of our new Patreon donors, Elena. Thank you so much, Elena, for being one of our amazing zombies. Yes, zombie. So if you that was so obnoxious, (laughs) we love you, Elena. Thank you so much. Yes. So if you want to be a fellow zombie, or if you want to be an EV people, or you want to be a shadow person, or an ultimate boothang, ultimate or the psychic sidekicks. All right, feel free to donate to our Patreon. So thank you guys again for listening, and we will talk to you boo things later. Bye. Bye.